Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom, and welcome to another exciting episode of So Frail Conversations. And today, as you've seen from the title, we're going to be talking about rewards versus results. Uh, this is like, ultimately, it can be a general conversation, but one, I needed some content for So Frail Conversations today, so I'm going to make it cater to us as men. And two, it uh, it's just something that's been on my mind the past couple of uh, days. I had recently made a post in which the post that I made sparked this, where I was saying uh, you have people who believe that obedience, the people that people that believe that they're supposed to be rewarded for obedience rather than they should be resulted from something, right? But I mean, I'm gonna read it right because I don't want to fuck it up because that was a it was a deep ass comment. It was real, real as fuck. My name, like real as fuck. Uh, yeah, so it was because most people believe wins or rewards for obedience rather than results of discipline commitment. So a lot of people think that winning is the reward for being obedient. And they don't understand that winning is the result of discipline and commitment. And the reason why I got to talking about that was because... uh. If y'all haven't noticed yet, or if you're not noticing, my transition is happening. Like the, you know how like something moves in an exponential curve and it kind of just starts to take off slowly. Nobody sees it, but it kind of takes off. It's like they say an overnight success, overnight success takes 10 years to happen. You feel what I'm saying? So you got to be putting in the work and putting in the work to build the foundation. And so now that the rewards are coming in, now that the rewards are starting to be seen, a lot of motherfuckers are skipping the fact that these aren't rewards, these are results. And so I've had conversations with people who are saying things like, yo, you lucky. Now, this is this is why I switched to so frail conversations, because this dude was like, yo, you lucky. You know what I'm saying? Like, you feel me? Like, it's it's they're trying to call it luck. And I'm like, yo, it ain't no motherfucking luck fuck and they kind of got into a little bit of banter because i'm like yo if you put in the work then they're like yo i'm putting in work and i'm not getting it or whatever the case may be and it's like oh no nigga you're being obedient now this is also going to tie into your your faith system and your belief system because a lot of that is where this comes from a lot of people feel like they are deserving of shit for listening for just being good you feel what I'm saying? And I can personally say that goes into a slave's mentality, but I'm not going to call motherfucking slaves like that. Although, you feel what I'm saying? But when we look at the bigger picture of all of it, it's where did this stem from? Because now it goes into when you look at the difference between rewards and results, it's entitlement versus deserving. Like, I've had people saying shit like, yo, why do you deserve this? Bitch, I earned it. Fuck, this is not something like the reason why this shit can happen at will when I wanted to was because these are results. This isn't a reward. I didn't do something good and then finally get acknowledged and somebody's giving it to me. No, I've been busting my ass, grinding, putting in work for the fucking longest. This was going to happen. That's the thing about results. They will happen. They will happen if you continue to do the necessary process. There was a long process that I had to go through that I had to build in order to get where I'm at. So... As I mentioned, and fast forward into where you're looking at my page right now, if you're starting to see, it's like everything is synchronized and it's kind of propelling. 
it's kind of moving. You feel what I'm saying? And from the outside in, it looks like I'm being rewarded. Not that I'm receiving my results. Not that I'm having the results that I intentionally looked for. You feel what I'm saying? And that comes be, that comes due to the fact that we have that mentality of being entitled to being rewarded for being obedient as opposed to receiving results for being disciplined. Results are hard to see because nobody really sees the results until you have the result. And when you're used to rewards, people wait for the shoes to drop, they wait for all these different things. So it can psych you out in a way. And a lot of times when it looks at, when I look at my brothers and shit, it's like a lot of us, I notice that we'll quit, we'll give up too early, or we'll stop pushing, pushing the button because we're not being rewarded for the results. And I just kind of want to talk about that to show that there's a delineation that, motherfucker, you got to keep going. You got to keep going. Results are not rewards and rewards are not results. There's results that you're receiving that are catering, that are giving you data, giving you metrics that you can use and apply to get further in life. But if the only thing you focus on is the rewards, you'll quit and you'll give up. And that's what I'm telling motherfucker. That's the only difference between me and them. I didn't quit because I was focused on my results, not on my rewards. Because I wasn't being obedient, I was being disciplined. But before we dive heavy into that, be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore just underscore seen underscore. Be sure to check out my website at IamJustSeen.com to get all things that are just seen. To all those who tip, donate, and sponsor to the podcast, you are greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated. So all those who would like to tip, donate, and sponsor to the podcast, you can do so by clicking the link in the description of the podcast. Not this episode, but the podcast itself. Cash App and PayPal are just fine. And you know the vibes. That's that for this, and that's this for that. So we're going to take a quick, quick break. And when we come back, we're going to dive into so frail conversations, rewards versus results. And don't forget to visit IamJustSeen.com. There, you can get all things Just Seen. You want to add the So Frail series to your library? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to learn how to master the markets for serious trading and investing? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You ever want to just chat with Seen about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Anything and everything that is me, you can find at IamJustSeen.com. So take a quick peek into my world to see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. And you will never see it unless you visit IamJustSeen.com. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Ow. And without further ado, we're going to dive straight heavy into this motherfucker. So yeah. Results versus rewards. Those are the biggest discrepancies between men. And this is, here's why I'm saying that. Like, you have this whole conceptualization, and now I already feel how it's going to be a so-real conversation related to men. The download is flooding. So when we look at the new era of men, we have the high-value men. We have this man and the third or whatever the case may be. This now goes back into also the episode when I was talking about, about expectations being met. This is off the other side of that. Because of that, men are operating from a perspective of rewards versus results. You feel what I'm saying? When I used to be young, I used to, and I even say this shit on this podcast. I say the reason why I'm able to be celibate, the reason why, you know, I can pull back and shit because I can literally get any woman I want. Not because women reward me for being obedient or following the game because the results have proven of getting women, I know how to get them. You feel what I'm saying? But we're definitely going to dive into it beyond just women in this episode though. But as I'm looking at men, we're trained and we're programmed to 
to seek the reward for being obedient in some kind of way. Women always ask, how come when a man gets the pussy, he changes all of a sudden? Because I had to be obedient for that reward. But then you have that man that'll put up through, put up with your bullshit for anything. And my brothers, we've done this because we needed, we had a result that we were looking for. That's the difference. Some men won't want rewards. Some men want results. And those who want rewards are though usually the ones who give up quick. Usually the ones who had honorable mentions. Usually the ones who ain't in a motherfucking body count. But those of us who have always wanted results, we can push through and we can stay involved in something far beyond the time we're supposed to because we have to see the desired result. You feel what I'm saying? And that's the delineation between boys and men. But that's also the delineation between using real masculinity and honoring toxic femininity, which is the variation between the two books that I wrote. Well, it's three in a series, but between So Frail 3 and So Frail 2. And So Frail 2, I talk about toxic femininity because that's what we expect. We use toxic femininity to get rewards. That's it. Everything we do is reward based. And if we're not rewarded for it, we don't have the wherewithal to push through. So for L3 is to transition you into, yo, you have to focus on results. Fuck the rewards. The rewards are automatic by default when you put when you work towards the result. You see what I'm saying? In my last couple of years as an entrepreneur, but just as a man as a whole, I had a specific result that I wanted to reach. Nobody saw it. Even if I told a motherfucker what the result was, nobody was willing to listen to it. Nobody was willing to hear it because they're so used to rewards. They, they say your results don't matter if you don't have rewards. You feel what I'm saying? Your results don't matter if you don't have rewards. And that's what they program us for as men. So when you have that mentality, you'll cheat. You'll cheat the system and skip the results. This is why niggas end up taking steroids instead of working out through the gym. Motherfuckers would rather, you know... Take steroids, take protein. Ain't nothing wrong with taking protein, you know what I'm saying, if that's how you want to accelerate your process. But the problem is they force us to accelerate the process fast because we want the reward. And they give us the example, oh, your rewards are your results. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Results are permanent. Results are permanent. That motherfucker who, the motherfucker who gained, and this is something that happened to me, so I'm going to use myself as an example. Uh, when I went to med school, you feel what I'm saying? I started taking mad protein. Uh, I'm gonna use two different delineations. When I when I went when I first went to med school and I got in the gym, I started using mad protein, right? Because I'm like, yo, I gotta accelerate. I gotta get back to where I was. A lot of us, that's what happens. If we fall off or if we lose a step, we our focus is not to get back in flow; it's to get back to where we was as fast as possible. So in that moment, I man, I was like, fuck it, let me get back on my shit. I started taking protein like twice a day. I was taking, uh, what's it called, muscle tech in the morning and then fucking casein at night. Now, this was before I was plant-based. This was before I transitioned into plant-based shit altogether, right? And it was, I bulked up quick, right? And I was, you know, I was D's and shit. I had the rewards. I didn't have results. I didn't know that. But I had rewards. I had my abs on point. My chest was popping. You feel me? Everything was on point. I was squatting. I had went up on squat. Like, I was squatting like before, when I left med school, I was squatting 415 and I was benching 225. Those were my maxes, right? And now this was accompanied with uh, taking the proteins and skipping the process. You feel what I'm saying? Because I needed the reward. If I'm obedient to this particular thing, I can get the reward. So as I'm, you know, once I left med school and shit and, you know, my grandma got killed or whatever the case might be, it went just as fast as it came. You know why? Because my body didn't store any of the muscle memory. 
because it had not done it. It had not used the muscles long enough to have a memory. I bulked up when I when I shot up like that. It went from it was from literally June to July because I was heavy on the proteins and shit. Right now, on the coin flip of that, <laughs> on the coin flip of that, this now ties into the result of when you've been say you've been fighting all your life. You feel me? Your muscles have stored a certain thing, but when you've been lifting your weights and you've been getting strong all your life, you now have results. You ever see a motherfucker who can miss, you know, now this now goes into my other side. When I was in undergrad, I was consistent. I was working out like every day, the same workout over and over again. I had these results. And once I left undergrad, it didn't lose that fast. Like I didn't lose a step. You feel what I'm saying? I was able to, like, for a year's time, I still had the same ultimate physique. And it was like, why? It was like, yo, I'm lazy. I ain't doing shit. I ain't working out. But I still got the same physique. I still, because there was a result. When I worked out in, for, for undergrad, it was a result. The result wasn't my physical body to look good. It was to be healthy. It was to be in shape. It's to be able to do the things that I do. And so those two delineations started to, they set root, but they're coming out now. But those two delineations were really expressive because it's like we live life like that. You feel what I'm saying? This is another thing that ties into, you know, the athletes now. The men that couldn't cut it, they're becoming women because what? They wanted rewards instead of results. You feel me? I was watching Gilbert Arenas, uh, uh, his show, and he was talking about Kobe. And he was like, y'all know, he said, and it made sense why he said it. He was like, the reason why Kobe is separate from everybody because Kobe was normal. And he's like, people forget that shit. He was like, when we look at Jordan, Jordan had like, you know, he had a high vertical leap. He had big ass fucking hands where he could palm a ball and shit. All of this. Shit. LeBron was a freak. Like some of the greatest people that we put, they were freaks in nature. Kobe was normal on paper. Like Kobe was really normal. He didn't have anything like that made him stand out. Right. So he was saying, he made a perfect example. He said, yo, Kobe was, I forgot what he said the car was, but it was like a basic car. He said, he turned that shit into a Bugatti. And when you look at it, it's like, yeah. And then when you actually study the mama mentality, whatever, Kobe was always achieving a result. He was never looking for the reward, but he knew the rewards were going to come. But his his thing was to achieve a certain result. So I would study Kobe and I'd be like, when he was, uh, who was that? I think it was, I forgot who he was uh, playing against, Allen Iverson. So in order for him to conquer Allen Iverson, he said he studied a shark. In order for him to adjust his shot with his speed, um, and something else, he started studying cheetahs. So when Kobe wanted a specific result, he knew where to go. He wasn't focused on the rewards because the rewards are going to come by default. Everybody else seems to be chasing the rewards. I'm not saying they are because they very well could be like even even LeBron. He's at a point where I want a result. His even LeBron now has transitioned. He got his championships or whatever the case may be. But now he's transitioned to the result. My result is to be able to play NBA ball with my son. That's a result. So what is he doing? He's putting up the million dollars a year to keep his body in shape. He's doing the necessary things. He's making sure his son is on track to actually play in the right spaces and go here so he can say, so you can come into the league and we can play together. Either together or against each other. You feel what I'm saying? But whatever it is, he has a result that he's looking for. So many people just want the reward. I want the reward of going to the league. I want the reward of getting this particular thing. And it's a fleeting thing because now when you're in a world of competition, when you're in a world of competition, somebody's always going to get a better reward if they're obedient, more obedient than you. Now, some people, 
there's a fine line between being obedient to a process and being disciplined to a commitment. You feel what I'm saying? But when you're obedient, you're only going to do what's required of you and what's necessary. When you want the result, you're going to do whatever it takes within the within the realm of what brings you that result. So as I'm conversing with people who are now saying shit like, yo, this shit, like somebody once told me, they said, and this is fact, I can I can attest to this. When you want the rewards, this is what it is. Anybody who achieves something fast, you're going to lose it just as fast. People are in a space right now telling me that, not realizing what I, what work I just put in. They're like, yo, it's coming fast, so you better be careful because you can lose it just, it ain't going nowhere. And this is what defines the difference between arrogance and confidence. Arrogance is a matter of rewards. Confidence is a matter of result. I'm not worried about it going anywhere because I know the results that I, I know. These are results. These aren't rewards. I'm not being given anything. Nothing is being handed to me. Nothing is being bestowed. I've earned everything that's coming to me now because of the results. You feel what I'm saying? From everything that I've done, everything that I put in the work for, everything that I busted my ass to learn, to dissect, to digest and put into the motion of my life. These are results. You feel what I'm saying? Now, on the other side of that, when you have the rewards, because it comes so fast, it can that's where you get arrogant with it. Because it's like, yo, I followed the rules. And I'm going to tell you the delineation between now and then. When I first started entrepreneurship, I was arrogant because I was getting rewards. Same process. Don't get me wrong. Same process. I even have an entrepreneurs episode or something where I'm talking about something similar. I just don't remember the topic right now, but we're going to flow. So in the time when I first started and shit, this was what led me to have to learn defense. <laughs> when it comes to the markets, bro, this is what had this is what led me. This is how inflate with inflation community is a reality now. This is why master the market is a reality now. Because when I first started in trading and investing, I was getting rewards. That's what it is. Beginner's luck and veteran's experience. If you said it before, I just said it and I fucks with you. But it was about beginner's luck and veteran's experience. Beginner's luck is based on rewards. Veterans experience is result. You feel what I'm saying? And a lot of people thrive off of beginner's luck. So when I first started trading and investing, I had beginner's luck like a motherfucker. Like I got on a court and I was just hitting threes. I was just hitting threes to that one fateful day. Bitcoin said, fuck all y'all. And Bitcoin kept dropping, but I kept buying. Why? Because motherfuckers was on some buy on the dips. Nigga, every time I buy the dip, it keeps dropping. What the fuck? It goes up a little, then it drops. It goes up a little, then it drops. I'd realized I didn't have, I didn't, my, my successes in the market in the beginning were not results. They were rewards. Put your money here and this will happen. And when you happen to be getting the reward on an uptrend, you can seem like you know what you're doing. It feels like you know what you're doing. You're like, yeah, I got this. That's arrogance. That's arrogance like a motherfucker. I was arrogant in the beginning because when I first made my first investment in 2016, I bought a silver ETF. I never forget it. I put money in silver and I was like, yo, fuck that. I'm gonna get the silver ETF. I bought it. It went up and then I made a flip. I tell the story all the time, but now it relates to here. I made a flip where I put in $800 on PLX. I don't, that company don't even exist no more. It's not even on stock market, I don't think. But I put a, uh, <laughs> that shows the way this game changes. But I put $800 on PLX and that PLX trade an investment, it went from 800 in like December to 3400 in by March 
Again, beginner's luck. But again, it was a reward. For being obedient, if you buy here, you sell here. That was it. I didn't know the structure. I didn't know how to be disciplined with the shit. I didn't know how to play the other side. You feel what I'm saying? Because equally, I lost $200. So while I gained that, while I went from $830-$400, I lost $200 off of another stock, uh, Renova. Because they did a reverse split. I didn't know shit about a reverse split. I learned in that moment. They did a reverse split and they went bankrupt. I said, you sneaky motherfuckers, because I bought them at eight cent. This is when I learned the lesson that there's a difference between cheap prices and low prices. They did a reverse split. They were at eight cent. They did a reverse split and dropped to two cent. Do the math. Luckily, I only lost $200. You feel me? As opposed to losing $3,400. You feel what I'm saying? Because I would have been sick if I would have lost $3,400. But I lost $200 on that, made $3,400 on that one. But there was no experience behind it. There was no... There was no, um, damn, what is the episode about? Rewards and um, routine. No, not routine. Did I? There was no structure behind what I just did. It is routine. That's what I'm talking about. So there was no routine. There was no structure behind what I did. So I couldn't tell you how I replicated it. But in the moment, I remember that I was like, hey, y'all, I just made 34. Everybody, oh, teach me how to do this. Teach me how to do this. Nigga, I'll try, but I only knew how to buy. I got lucky. I can admit that. And it was arrogance in that moment because of the reward. You feel what I'm saying? It was in reward. So again, time goes on. I'm like, yo, fuck it. We can do this shit faster. We can do this shit faster. And then I got into Bitcoin. Then from Bitcoin, again, green. Nigga, I'm up. I'm up. When I say I'm up, I'm hitting, I'm hitting bangers on these motherfuckers. I'm getting like all of these motherfucking uh, um, crypto that's like, uh, 0.0000000003 cent. I'm buying these motherfuckers up to this day, y'all. I hope I, I want to say this, and this is going this is going to hurt my feelings. I hate mentioning it, but I got to be transparent with y'all. I was in a stock. I was in an exchange called Cryptopia, right? I was in an exchange called Cryptopia. It was a New Zealand exchange overseas or whatever the case may be. This was before everybody started cracking down and regulations was happening. I was one of the forefront motherfuckers in this bitch before it ever happened. I said, fuck it. We going to learn this game. I put about $500 in on Doge. This was before. This was when Doge was point zero. This was when Doge was a joke. Dogecoin started off as a joke. It wasn't supposed to be real. Nobody intentionally decided, nobody intentionally said, hey, we're going to, you know what I'm saying, make this a crypto for a Doge was a joke. It just happened to stick. When I bought Doge, it was point zero 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 five cents. A fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a penny. I put $500 in that. Doge currently is around $0.08, cent, somewhere around there. I put $500 in on Doge. In this exchange, because again, this goes into rewards. I just wanted the money. I didn't know about the processes. I didn't know about the trading. I didn't know about the investing. I didn't know about the technical side. I didn't know about the hypotheticals and the possibilities of regulation and motherfuckers taking your shit. Nobody took my shit. But Doge is now eight cents. I put $500 in when it was a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a penny. In Cryptopia, at this moment, 
at this fucking moment, I have possibly over $500,000 sitting in Cryptopia and I can't get to it. You know why I can't get to it? Because the U.S. dollar, the U.S. stepped in and said we can't use foreign exchanges anymore. You feel me? Like they shut down Poloniex. They shut down a lot. Binance still works, but I didn't, I didn't have shit in Binance. I had shit in Cryptopia because that was the only place to sold Doge. Why? Because Doge was a joke. And I can't access that money. I can't access that money at all. When I try to log in, I can't get it. I can't get it at all. At all. At fucking all, y'all. I'm like, and it's Doge is just going up. And every this and one of the reasons like people be asking me and shit, I'm gonna be transparent now. Cause if you follow me and you asked me before about Doge and you heard like a little attitude in my voice, but I ain't got no money in Doge. I'm not putting any more money in Doge. Cause I got enough money in Doge that I can't get. Yeah, it's like that. I'm petty. I'm hurt. I'm still I still get upset when I think about it to this day because it's like, bruh, if you knew what the fuck you were doing then, you would have made proper preparations to have this. But at the time I was focused on the rewards. Oh, this costs this much. I'm gonna go ahead and hop in because if I get in early when it boom, I ain't factoring shit. Arrogance. That's being obedient. Everybody's saying, and this is ties into it, with obedience, everybody's saying, hey, you better put your money here. All right, I'm going to be obedient. I'm going to listen, and I'm going to get a reward. Sometimes you can't get your reward back just for being obedient. Sometimes the reward be right there in your motherfucking face, and you still can't get it. Just because you were being obedient, you did no routine to actually develop the process to have that reward. You feel what I'm saying? Even if I did make, even if I could get the 500000 right now, I don't want to talk about it, bro. Because at the time in which the, the lesson was learned, let me say that. A loss ain't a loss. It's a fucking lesson. Let's talk about the lesson. That's what this episode is about. My feelings hurt. You feel what I'm saying? Because on paper, you feel me? I'm I'm him. I'm like, yo, yeah, I did it. But it doesn't matter if you're him when you can't do shit with it. You feel what I'm saying? So Cryptopia, that whole exchange is dubbed. You can't get your money out. The way FTX happened in, in the United States and how that motherfucker just got locked up for skating, like Cryptopia did that to me. But you know why I can't do shit about it? Because it was a New Zealand uh, exchange. Nigga, this shit wasn't in the United States anyway. You weren't supposed to be fucking with them anyway. You feel what I'm saying? I knew the risk. I knew the risk. But I didn't understand the risk. And I was focused on the reward as opposed to the routine of understanding crypto. Do I know this shit now? Like the back of my motherfucking hand. But it took time to get to that point. It took solid routine to actually learn this game. You feel what I'm saying? So again, I had that tangent. Crypto, I'm popping. I'm shit's moving. Shit's moving. I remember when I was with Binance, I had made a 300% flip in two hours. Nigga, you don't know what that feels like. This is like 2016, 17-ish. 2017, because at this point I was just about to become an associate account manager or whatever. So I'm putting, I'm on Binance and shit. I'm not even just fucking with Cryptopia like that. I'm like, bam, here we go. Boom, boom, boom. You feel me? I was even putting people on game. Look, this is how you set up your Coinbase account. This is how you do that shit. Cause I was learning along the way. Cause at that point I was like, yo, you gotta need, you're gonna need a routine. But I was hitting 300 bangers on this because these were all uh, cryptocurrencies that were unregulated, just popping. It was a lot of pump and dumps. I knew how to ride the pump, but I didn't know how to fuck with the dump. 
And I never anticipated it though, because they don't teach you that. When you're looking at investing, when you're looking at trading, what's the number one thing they say? Buy on the dips, buy low, sell high. Nobody tells you how to prepare for the defense or when these motherfuckers take their profits. I learned the hard way. I learned the hard way. Crypto, Bitcoin was on a run. And I was investing, I was investing, I was investing, I was killing it. And pew, that bitch dropped. I said, wait, whoa, what the fuck happened to my... It, it literally went from green to red. Green to red. And, you know, people like, yo, buy on the dips. So initially, and I'm going to say this, I usually don't say this, and I tell people not to affirm this over themselves, but I'm speaking of a prior self, prior version of myself. My dumb ass, buy on the dips. I put more money into it while it was red. That's where, if you heard me say this, one of the phrases where they say, when there's blood in the streets, it's time to feast. You feel what I'm saying? Because, again, they're not telling you the full dynamic of that. So when I seen red, I bought the dips. It went up a little bit. And I said, okay, yeah, it's going to go back to where it just came from. <laughs> At that all-time high, it's going to go back up there, and then it's going to shoot to the moon. Because that was something, I don't know if he was in crypto or whatever. You heard people, oh, it's going to the moon. Shit don't go to the moon. And when they do go to the moon, bitch is coming back down to earth. They never tell you that part. I remember this dude who had a YouTube channel talking about solely electronium. His YouTube channel is gone. I got into electronium because of him. You feel what I'm saying? Electronium has not budged at all. At fucking all. Like, you feel what I'm saying? I still got stock in um, electronium, but I don't have nearly as much. Uh, I didn't put, I ain't put but like $3 in electronium. And the $3 that I put into electronium, the other money that I had gained from electronium was just because I downloaded the app and I let it uh, work in the background where it can uh, mine itself. So, I really, I didn't put anything that I was willing to lose in that one anymore because I was like, yo, fuck that. I don't trust this nigga, bro. But the reason why I didn't trust this motherfucker because I didn't know what I was doing. And so I'm believing because he got a YouTube channel. Y'all, hey, look. Hey, look, I was believing because he had a YouTube channel talking about Electronium. He was always putting the latest news out. He only knew. It's it's almost like, you know, somebody, like when somebody only knows, he only knew one side of the shit. He never knew the antithesis. Nobody that I was watching knew the defense. I know another guy, he was giving a hypothetical. He said, yeah, you can make 30% a day. He's like, you just got to buy, you got to, but you got to know how to read this motherfucker, bruh. You feel me? And I'm going to get back to the topic, but this fits with it. I got to tell this fucking story. So as the shit is dropping, I'm just throwing money into it because I got to buy the dips. Now you know why. And if you in mastering the market and flavor inflation, you know I say you got to sell on the motherfucking hits because when them hits came back up, it was time for me to get out. But I was so busy trying to revenge trade and get my money back that I had lost, I didn't realize how much I was losing on the bigger picture. Because one thing that I learned that a lot of people do, I did this in the beginning, that's why I don't do it anymore. Your chart hop. With the hopes that, okay, it's going down on this chart. Maybe it goes up on this one. Maybe it goes up on this one. And you're not realizing, dude, it don't matter which chart you hop to. Somebody's controlling this shit. And they're bringing this bitch down. They made their money. And they have enough people to sell to, and they're selling it to those people. That's why the price drops, right? So again, in this time frame, in this time pocket, it was, you know, it was a small window of, yo, these are the rewards. And I didn't even get to enjoy the rewards long enough. You know why? Because I was just obedient to what it was saying. Yo, y'all better get into crypto because it's about to take off. Why? Nobody could answer why. Nobody could say why. Nobody could tell me what would like. Nobody can answer the questions. 
Believe what you want to believe. But we're going to be millionaires. We're going to the moon. Just have time or whatever the case may be. I said, nah, it's deeper than that. I have to know what this shit is. So in the time that I'm with the Bitcoin and shit, now, mind you, I just happened to get arrogant enough to decide I could do this in any market. <laughs> and I happened to find Forex before the drop happened. So I know it seems like I'm going back and forth, but all of this is playing its part. Prior to that, when I was doing my MLM, when I was in, a, in an MLM company, it was a VLM. They called it vertical level marketing instead of multi-level. Bitch, it's all the same fucking shit. You got to recruit people to get paid. So as I'm in this motherfucker, I'm doing a one-on-one -on -one with somebody. Two people, actually. The first person I did the one-on-one -on -one with, he's like, yeah, I'm in a Forex. Forex? Tell me about Forex. I told a little bit of the story before, but I'm, he's telling me about the Forex and shit. And I'm like, yo, I want to look into that. But I just put a pin in it. So I was like, he said, yeah, man, you basically trade currencies and this, that, and the third. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm, I ain't fucking with that nigga. Join this fucking business, bro, so I can get my pips. I mean, not my pips, my um, my BV. That's what they called our uh, points. You got to get a certain amount of BV to get paid. Bitch, just join my shit so I can get my BV, right? Then I had another one-on-one uh, -on -one that turned into a three-on-two where I ended up, you know, everybody was clapping. Yo, you converted and you, how did you bring three people instead of two? Instead of you're so dope and shit. I was like, yo, bro, like, shut the fuck up. It's not hard, bro. I got to get the gab and I know what the fuck I'm talking about. But, then I, but in that uh, three on two, the dude was like, you don't own it though. I was like, you do, this is your own business. He said, your name ain't on that shit. He said, if they want to pull that plug, you the first one to go. I said, no, 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 we can give this to our kids or whatever, because this is what they teach us in the script. No, 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 we can give this to our kids, this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. He said, but your name ain't on it. Whose name is on it? He said, I want my own shit. He said, I want my own shit. He said, it's cool. If that's what you want to do, do it. But again, it planted a seed. I even looked at the person that I was with, and she looked at me like, yeah, you ain't going to be here too much longer. Because he, what he said made sense. My name ain't on this shit. My name wasn't on the shit. The guy whose name on it, he just passed a couple years ago. But it's like now it goes to his wife or whatever the case may be. But all of these people that are in, I said, if they ever want to pull the plug and sell the shit and say, we don't want to do this no more, it shuts the fuck down. You feel me? I'm 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 grateful for all the lessons that I learned within that motherfucker because I always say it ain't about what you walk away from, it's what you walk away with. I learned how to do e-commerce. I learned how to do, I learned a lot of shit in this motherfucker. I learned a lot of preliminary business shit on his side. So I'm not mad at that, but he was right. I didn't own it. My name wasn't on it. So these two things are starting to coincide. So I'm in the space, Bitcoin popping and all of the shit. And I'm like, yo, if I did this with the stocks, I made 3,400. Now I'm on a run with crypto. Fuck it. Let's go to Forex. Nigga, I'm three for I'm two for I'm two for two so far. Why not make it three for three? <sighs> Once I got into Forex, again, I'm trying to take stock market shit and crypto shit to Forex. Forex is a whole different world. I'm gonna break it down like this, right? <laughs> this is literally how it is, and this is the best example I can say. Stock market is like college basketball. No, 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 no. Let me say it like this. Stock market is like, now yeah, I'm going to stick to basketball. Stock markets and crypto are both the NBA. Let's say it like that. But Forex, that's the Olympics. That's the Olympics. With stocks, you have room to fuck up because eventually if you just keep it in there, it'll eventually turn around. Hopefully, who knows? You feel me? Forex, no, nigga. If you see it fall you better get out and if you don't get out you're gonna blow your account if you are into forex prior to me you know because a lot of the people that are into it now is because i taught them 
but people that were into it before I taught them, because I have a couple homies who were, you know, fucking with it heavy. It's like, yo, I blew an account. I've never, I've never blown an account, but I've lost a lot of money. You feel what I'm saying? And what I mean by that is I've had people who were in forex like, yo, my, I completely lost it. I'm like, how? Well, I didn't set a stop loss. Why? Well, because I knew it was, how did you know it was going to go up? Because I was in the MLM and this, that, the third, blah, blah, blah. So it's a lot of people that I know that are in a space who were like, yo, they blew accounts. Literally went to zero, right? So as I'm in Forex, I'm trying to do the demo account. But again, demo accounts are bad. Like demo accounts was how they was hooking people in with the MLM. This was one of the things that I had to overcome because when I started marketing shit Forex, that was one of the hardest things to brand because people were branding and selling their MLMs off of using demo accounts. I didn't know that because I didn't use a demo account because I did use a demo account. But then using a demo account, I said, I'm not learning like this. You giving me $50,000 that's imaginary and I could just play with it. I'm not going to take it serious. I'm not going to take it serious. When I use my demo account, it was for like two days because they give you a $50,000 bonus and then like you can put the trades in or whatever the case may be. But I said, I'm not going to learn this shit because I'm not going to pay. Like, even if I if I had $50,000 in real life it and using that, it's not going to make a difference of me actually seeing what it's like to win and lose. This ain't my money. This ain't my money. So <laughs> at the time, because it's smart now, it's very intelligent what I did now considering the results <laughs> but at the time my dumb ass said fuck that i'm not using no fucking demo account fuck the safety net we're gonna learn this shit so in learning again this is the reward i'm popping i'm popping but forex humbled me i don't use the word humble often but forex humbled me because it said oh nah bro you ain't ready for this you ain't ready for this game. You think you're just going to buy here? <laughs> we trade, my nigga. These are two currencies of a country. These are two currencies of a country. This is an entire economy, my dude. This ain't just no play, play shit. You ain't just going to make an investment and say, hey, I'm putting money in Nike and just go. No, 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 no. We're taking the money from Nike, Adidas, Puma, uh, this business, that business, everything. We're going to take the housing market. We're going to take this. We're going to take real estate. We're going to take roads. We're going to take construction. We're going to take the education system. We're going to put all of that shit and lump it into one thing and call it a dollar. And now that's what you got to compare. That's what you got to bet. That's why I say this shit's the Olympics. You feel what I'm saying? Everybody who plays in the Olympics are the best of the best of their country. Yeah, we may come out on top sometimes. Yeah, the United States wins in basketball. Sometimes China wins, sometimes Russia. Spain busted our ass a couple of times. But these are the best of the best. That's what Forex is. The best of the best. You feel what I'm saying? If you were able to get EWE and master the market and shit, and you were able to perform successfully and shit like that, you are among the best of the best. And I say that confidently because of the results. You feel what I'm saying? But in the time when I first started, I just wanted the reward. Let me get this fucking money. Let me get this fucking money because I know I can pop. I know I can make it move. I know I can do this. I know I can do that. Right? In the process of me learning Forex crypto drop. And that's when the Bitcoin plunge happened. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. I make my money in Forex. Somehow Forex started dropping. And then the reality kicked in. I don't know how to play defense. I don't know how to play defense. I just know how to play offense. Yeah, offense wins games because that's what scores the points. But if the defense is locking your ass down, it don't matter how many points you score. Because if the defense is locking you down and still scoring, guess what you do? You lose the game. 
you lose the game. But when your mental is focused on rewards, you're going to be obedient to the process. Oh, I got to buy the dips. I got to buy the dips. I got to buy the dips. Got to buy the, got to buy the dips. I got to keep buying dips. And I was never learning about selling hits and shit until I, you know, started studying. I had to, all right, let me go get me a teacher. Let me go see somebody who's actually learning it, actually studying it. So when I started breaking down Forex and I started learning, I was like, oh, nigga, this is, oh, you got to learn how to play both sides. Yeah, because you got to see how this currency compares to that currency. Before this, I had not even made the connection that Forex was connected to the stock market. These are results, people. I'm giving y'all results right now. Because the reward was, I just want some motherfucking money. I just want some motherfucking money. And when I looked at everybody who I was trying to, even now, the people that, and this is one of the reasons why I stopped giving discounts on my shit. A lot of people are like, yo, when are you going? I'm never dropping the prices on anything again, ever. Because there's people, the people that want the rewards, they want the cheap price. They want the, oh, I caught this, and they don't fucking finish. Y'all don't know how disrespectful that is to me. That's disrespectful as fuck because people are getting in and not finishing the course. And they're like, yo, I want to join the EWE, but I don't want to have to pay. If you would have finished the fucking course, you would know that you don't have to pay to get into the EWE if you bought the fucking course. But you got to get to week eight. So the fact that you're not getting to week eight to get the free link to join this motherfucker shows me that you're not even putting in. You're not even finishing this shit. Somebody that I know was just telling me the other day, like they got in, they enrolled into the Master of the Market course like two years ago. And it was like, yo, I haven't looked at it since. Oh, the market's done skated away from you. You know how far ahead you would be right now with the two, like, the fuck? That it was disrespectful to me because you, you, and this is why I always say you're gonna waste your money before you waste my time. But at the same time, I'm gonna stop diminishing my value just so you can waste my time. You feel what I'm saying? I'm done. I'm done with that shit. I'm never dropping the prices ever again. You feel me? I'm now set because mastering the market is kind of old and I'm not going to be answering the questions anymore. Um, I think it's like 127 or some shit like that or 129. That's the locked in price. I'm not raising it. I'm not lowering it, but I'm not lowering it again. Hit uh, EWE is $54.97 a month and it is uh, $549.70 for the year. You feel what I'm saying? That's it. It's never coming down again. I'm never, ever, ever dropping my prices again, ever. Because I was so busy on, oh, I can help you read these rewards. Nobody wants to go through, the, nobody wants to earn the results. They just want the rewards and they try to skip the process. Fuck that. I'm done with that shit. That shit, it, it breaks my heart when I know that people think like that. It breaks my heart when I know that people feel like that and they used me as the vessel to do it. That shit's disrespectful. I work too hard and I put in too much motherfucking work. I, I achieve too many results in life to shortchange myself ever again. But this is a part of this episode. You feel what I'm saying? A part of this episode. Because in those times, as I'm seeing it, everybody who wanted the rewards, they didn't finish the course. Everybody who wanted the results, they finished the course, they joined the EWI. And shout out to the EWI. I fucks with y'all. Some of them don't show up no more. That's the fucking goal. Do I still got to show up? Yeah, I still show up consistently. Uh, still do my webinar, still do what I, not consistently, because I ain't going to hold you. Like Within the final moments of what I've been putting in for the last couple months, just solidify the final pieces of this shit, of this business model that I'm talk about later. Um, I had days where I'm like, y'all, I can't do it because I'm, I'm literally burnt out. I'm burnt the fuck out. I'm like, oh, I'm tired, but I still got to show up. I still got to trade. I still got to do these things, blah, blah, blah. So I've gotten to a point where I've 
my results have gotten so good with so with, with mastering the market and inflate with inflation. Like I know which four trades are gonna be good, and I don't fuck with the other twenty eight. You feel what I'm saying? I know which stocks are gonna be ready to do whatever about it with, with all within thirty minutes. All within thirty minutes. So now, when the ewe don't come, when they don't pull up, I don't get mad. I still got to document it. I still got to record it because I still use the content for other things as far as branding and advertising goes and shit. So I still got to show up on my part. But a lot of ewe members don't show up no more. You know why? Because they got it. They went through the course. In addition to going through the course, when they went to the oh, they got the results, and now they're able to see the result and get the reward from it. And they're like, yo, I did what you said, but not only did I do what you say, and this is where it comes in between the obedience for the rewards and the result. Not only did I do what did what you said, I understand what you did. This is where the delineation comes in between rewards and results, arrogance and confidence. The arrogance is I keep getting this reward so I know what I'm doing. The confidence is I'm going to get this reward because I know what I'm doing. Because what happens when the reward stop, you shut down. When we were popping, so between, and I said this in a gym session too, I was like, uh, they they knew the averages didn't know about the market that ascended. They didn't. They knew the averages didn't know about the sellers that ascended to the sellers and sent it to the attic with motherfuckers. It's frantic. They panicked and get dramatic with static, and then they quit though. How many people just get wiped out of the stock market because the rewards ain't coming? You know why? Because they don't have the result. See. When I focused on the result, this now goes back into the main thing of learning the forex everything. When I started focusing on the result, I learned to play offense and defense. There's a time to sell and there's a time to buy. I should not be buying when sellers control the market. I be saying this shit all the time and telling motherfuckers, you buying while sellers have control. What do you mean it's a better price? So, nigga, it ain't the right one. And I was telling people, you got to know the difference between a low price and a cheap price. And you got to know the difference between expensive price and a high price. A price can be low and expensive. You feel me? But that'll be beneficial to you. It can be high and be cheap. And you got to know the difference between the two. You feel what I'm saying? The four, actually, because it's a different web that it sets up. But those are results. These are things that I had to experience time, 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 time again. Document the data. Go through the experimentation. Document the data and say, yo, I can't use this. I can't use that. To where I can formulate it to a science to where, hey, look, today the U.S. dollar is going to be weak. So you need to buy your stocks. And then I'm like, yo, for the next couple of days, maybe the next week, maybe the next month, you're going to be able to buy stocks. How do you know? How don't you? That has never been an arrogant statement when I said that shit, but that is a conversation between result and reward. I know what the result's supposed to be. You feel what I'm saying? I know what the result's supposed to be. So therefore, I don't focus on the reward because the reward comes when the result is right. When you get the right result, you get the reward. But when you get the reward, you don't necessarily understand the result. You feel what I'm saying? So when you're obedient to what you're told, like that's one thing I don't do. Within the iwi, I don't tell people you should take this. I tell them, take whatever the fuck you want to do. But make sure you know where you are before you enter. Make sure you know where it can go and make sure you have your stop loss in. But we don't set stop losses in the stock market exactly. So that means you need to be extra on point in the stock market and know where it can come to and just wait for your stop loss to get hit and then go up. You feel what I'm saying? It's different with Forex because Forex is both sides. So as I'm learning the Forex, I'm saying that because now I can go back to that story. So I'm saying I'm learning the Forex and shit. And I'm like, hey, homie, uh, uh, I need to learn defense. I need to because the stock like everything was dropping. And mind you, mind you, mind you, if you understand the stars, yo, if you understand the stars, this was like right in the middle of my Saturn return. 
everything was supposed to collapse for a reason. But I'm just losing. Like, I'm like, yo, I was winning, bro. Ended up breaking even. Everything that I gained, I ended up losing because I was like, all right, I need to learn this game. But rather than because of the, I wasn't focused on the rewards, I said, yo, I can use this for the rest of my life. The markets ain't going nowhere. I'm going to learn this shit. I'm going to learn this shit so well that I'm going to have mastery with it. I'm going to have mastery with it. So I started studying so much shit, bro, about Forex and everything. And then I'm thinking it's a separate entity. In the time, it's a separate entity. Until I was like, one day it just so happened, like, as I was uh, breaking down correlation. Um, and I was learning how to correlate and things like that. And I was like, wait a minute, nigga. Wait a fucking minute. If I said, what is a stock backed by? Because when we look at a stock, we don't have the other side. We just like PayPal or Amazon. But now I was looking at Forex, like Aussie N, US dollar CAD. It was like, hmm, does the US dollar play a part in that? So then one particular time, the whole stock, the whole, my correlation said that US dollar was like a plus seven. And the stock market dropped. So I was like, hold up. Then I started looking at the indices and I was like, wait. Dow Jones, NASDAQ, and S&P. And one day I was watching the news. I don't usually watch the motherfucking news, but I was watching the news. And just in the background, it said, NASDAQ drops ace amount of points. And, I, and the day before that, I was like, oh, that was oh shit i could be ahead of the game with this so i said i'm gonna perfect this i'm gonna know exactly how to do this now if you've done master in the market from beginning to end from the candle all the way to correlation all the way to the extra shit in week eight the time frames and all that shit you know you pretty much know it that i got to but all of this i'm saying all of this because it fits into these were all results that i had to obtain see rewards are given to us Results are obtained. You earn your results. You feel what I'm saying? But because we're in a society that teaches us early on that you should be rewarded for absolutely doing nothing, just for participating, obedience, excuse me, it can give you that air of confidence, that level of arrogance that says, I could do this. This is what I was talking about when I was about to say, the men who become women and beat them in sports, you just want the reward. You don't really want to be a winner. And that ties into the post that I was saying. I was like, you got people that are, people are hate People are losers before the haters. Hey, bro, for real, though, at some point, we got to stop talking to women about masculinity and start talking to each other about it. And I mean, really talk to each other. Not as enablers and co-signers, but as men trying to reach the pinnacle of our essence. And that's what the So Frail series does. So Frail 1 is the definition. So Frail 2 is the acknowledgement. And So Frail 3 is the resolution. If you rock with the So Frail conversations, I can guarantee you will rock with the So Frail series of books. So visit IamJustSeen.com right now so you can add the series to your library. I promise you will never look at masculinity the same again. And you're going to stop wasting your time arguing with women about it. This is a conversation that men need to have between men. And it's time we start having this conversation now. That's what led to that post and which catalyzed that. Like people are losers before they haters. They're a loser before they hate you because you win. But people don't understand what a win is. Win is not I'm being rewarded for being obedient. And that's what the arrogance comes in, especially with religious people. You feel me? A lot of religious men was I got favor. I got favor because I keep getting rewarded for being obedient. Do you really? But do you, do you, what are your results, my nigga? 
Can you duplicate that process? Because we look at blessings, blessings that come in, blessings are some of the biggest scapegoats ever for productivity. Because when you're used to being blessed for just being obedient, you don't have to, you don't try to desire the result. But this is one of those things where when that's what you rely on, it's why the Lord give it and Lord take it away. Because when you're not obedient, you're not going to get rewarded. But when you, when you honor the result, this is not God, Allah, Jehovah, Krishna, Buddha, Jesus, whatever it is you believe in. It's not an insult or trying to be blasphemous towards that. But this is also why they say faith without works is dead. You don't need faith when you work. Like people always say you got to have faith in something, right? But so they just believe it and they become obedient. They want the reward. But then you had the people, I don't, I'm going to do the work. So I don't need the faith in it. You see what I'm saying? It's like the bird. The bird does not, I seen this quote that was so powerful. It said, the bird does not have faith and trust in the branch. It honor, it knows its wings. This branch could break right fucking now, bitch. I could fly. I don't give a fuck. You feel what I'm saying? But when you focus on the branch and you don't even, you haven't even acknowledged your wings, you don't have a result. You only have rewards. And when your life is predicated off your rewards, your rewards, when you finally lose, you break down. You become a loser. And then that's when you hate all motherfuckers who win because it's like, I was being obedient. I was following the rules and I still lost. We're seeing it play out right now. And this is why I wanted to make this a so frail conversation because as men, we're supposed to be the protectors and providers. How do you adjust when you've only been rewarded? How do you adapt when you've only been rewarded? You don't have any process that produced any result. When the pandemic hit, when all of that shit hit, I, I, I was in the right space at the right time. I was still developing, but I was still in the I had results. So I was like, oh, this shit ain't affecting me that much. When they started cutting, like now they're cutting jobs by the boatload. They're cutting jobs by the boatload. They motherfucking saying motherfuckers ain't got to have a degree no more to get like Fortune 500 jobs no more. Like the degree don't count. It's over 50% 50 of the companies in America now don't require a degree. So all this debt that you accumulated and went through and shit, that's fucked up. But it is what it is. That was your reward. Your reward was a degree, but you don't have any result off that degree. You see what I'm saying? I was just having a conversation with somebody the other day. And it was like, yo, what made you end up getting into entrepreneurship? I said, I couldn't find a job. You wasn't trying. <laughs> Nigga, do y'all not know why I even had to go into entrepreneurship in the first place? Because they weren't hiring. I couldn't be broke. I said, I got to do something. They were like, yeah, you ended up in valet when you had a whole degree in forensic biology. I know, nigga. You're not registering. You're, it's not registering to you? I applied. I tried. They kept telling me the same shit. Well, you got to keep trying. Nigga, how? That's like, I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm putting in the applications. I'm doing the necessary things. I'm not getting the desired result. But when you're used to rewards, you say, if you, as long as you keep being obedient, You'll be rewarded. No, it comes a point when, as a man, this is why I tied it to this, because with masculinity, analysis and deconstruction, sometimes you say, I got to pivot. This ain't going to work. I saw early that degrees and all of that shit was going to flop. I saw when I graduated from college. The moment I graduated from college, I was like, it's, I ain't going to be able to do this. I'm telling y'all, I ain't going to be able to do this. I even If you've heard, because um, I posted it before, if you've heard my album, um, the evolution of Mick. I wrote that in 2012. And I was like, um, I basically said the economy is going to drop. It's going to collapse. You're not even going to get a new job. You're not even going to be able to do shit. Like you're going to see, you're going to have to have another hustle. You're going to have to have several hustles. You're going to have to have multiple streams. Everybody's like, nah, I'm good. 
I've been rewarded for being obedient. I'm going to continue to be rewarded for being obedient. What happens when your rewards are taken away from you? Because even if you are obedient, they can't, they can't pay out. It don't pan out. I saw this ahead of time. I saw this a long time ago and I prepared for it. You feel what I'm saying? So I trust my results now rather than, but my rewards, this is what I was given. You can't, you can't eat that degree. You feel what I'm saying? So as men, if we're the protectors and providers, how do we prepare ourselves when we've only built ourselves our rewards? This was the design of the game, homie. This was the design of the game because now if we can take the men out of the game, people be thinking they just took the men out of the home. No, they took the men out of the game. Even if you in a home, you out the game, homie. You know why? Because we make you pride yourself on rewards. Be obedient. Go work all of these hours. Go do this, that, and third. People, your, 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 your friends, this, this, your systems, they hype you up. Yeah, you got this award. You moved up to this position, this position. Your family suffers in the process, homie. Cause you ain't got no, you ain't got no routine. You, I mean, yeah, you don't have a routine in place to where you can tell this job. Nah, bro. Fuck y'all. Y'all can kiss my ass. I'm about to go be with my family. Y'all got me fucked up. But you've been rewarded so much that it looks decorated on the outside. This man's good for the community. He's good for this and your motherfucking kids suffering. Your motherfucking kids don't know who you are. You miss milestones and watching them grow up and shit because you've been obedient this whole time and you just kept getting rewarded. But you didn't have the routine to do exactly, you didn't have the routine necessary to do what the man who's paying you to do. Or did, whatever, however I said it. You feel what I'm saying? They don't want that. They don't want that. They don't want that for a reason because the world is easier to control that way. Because when men aren't analyzing and deconstructing, they're seeking rewards and shit. Now you get the high value, man. All y'all niggas ain't high value, bro. All y'all niggas ain't high value. And this is what it goes back into what I'm saying about how when I was saying, like, when I stepped away from the game, it's like, bro, I got the game. I got the routine to get women, bro. I don't, <laughs> women don't reward me. <laughs> I don't have to play their game. I don't have to be obedient to them. I don't, and that's the thing. You obedient to the process. I perform this way just to get some pussy. No, nigga, I'm gonna get the pussy regardless because I have a routine that gets women. <laughs> that's the separation. That's one of the separations. You feel what I'm saying? And I want to bring it back to so for real conversations and we talk about it from this perspective. We'll get back to forks and shit later, but we gotta let the conversation flow. When it comes to women and shit, I know it does come off like I'm bragging sometimes. It comes off when I say I'm out of the game. I retired two jerseys when I talk that shit, nigga. I, I, I did it. I mastered the routine of getting women. Some of y'all niggas are obedient for the reward of getting the one. Oh, I want the number. Nigga, no, there's never been a number I didn't get. You know why? Because I knew the routine to get the fucking number. You feel what I'm saying? Because there's a routine in everything in life. Every routine you do is going to produce the reward because it's called a result. Now, when you constantly, now this is where it comes in because when you constantly get the rewards on a regular basis and then you start getting like the dudes who on some, well, I was the man back in the day and this, that, and the third. And it's like, yeah, they, the dudes that got to cut, the dudes that stuck at rejection, they don't practice results. They don't have results of anything. They have rewards. So they may have got some pussy on happenstance because they happen to have a certain attire on. They may have gotten this number because of the way they look, but then it's like you couldn't keep her. My routine is so important. And I say this modestly that women remember me forever. Forever, my nigga. Forever, homie. And it's, it's forever. 
You feel what I'm saying? I've talked to several women in my past. When we first start talking, it's hilarious. Because again, when they're used to the men on the road, this goes back into that expectation shit. When they're used to the men who are programmed to be obedient for the reward, they're like, yeah, those men always come back because they the reward you gave them was a reward that they can't get again. That's what a lot of women be fucking up with. They be like, yeah, he always, they always come back. They always come back. But it's because the reward that they were obedient for, nobody else is giving them that reward but you. <gasps> Ooh, if the shorties is listening, y'all, I'm sorry, y'all. That shit's just, it just hit y'all like a ton of bricks, I know. But the reward that he was getting from you, nobody else would give him for being that obedient. You're the only one who was giving him that reward. My brothers, I know I kind of told the secret. It is what it is. But that's why we go back because we know we can get that reward. We know how to behave well enough to get the reward from her. She be thinking this, oh, you the shit. I'm the shit. These motherfuckers always come back to me. No, because your rewards, I know how to behave well enough to get your rewards. I don't think you should brag about that, shorty. You feel what I'm saying? So talking to those women, they'll be like, yeah, all of the men that I talk to come back. They be mad when I just let them go. When we stop talking, whatever the case may be, and they're like, oh, I haven't talked to you in so long. Oh my gosh, I miss you. What's been up this in the third? It's like, yo, you were a routine. I know the routine to get women like you. I could replace you. Now, now with me talking about this, it now makes sense when I always say like the women who were like, yo, I become they standard. And it's like, yo, you the you the you're common. Respectfully. You're common because I know what my routine is for women. You feel what I'm saying? I'm not looking for a reward out of a bride. Like, no. And I'm saying bride respectfully, if there is a way to respectfully say it, but this is so fair conversation. So I'm not looking for the reward. So therefore, I don't have to behave for the women. I have women that have come back into my space right now and say, damn, you really did everything you said you was going to do. You are who you said you were. You didn't. It didn't change. I was waiting for the shooter drop and everything like that. And in fact, it didn't drop. It just raised higher. I know because the feet were planted, baby. This was a routine. This wasn't a reward. I could have got another you just like that. You know why? Because my pool is like this. You stepped out of your pool to find me. You feel what I'm saying? But all of the women in my pool are like you. Because of the routine that I've set for myself as a human, as a man, all of y'all are going to like, I, I'm at the stage in my life now, and this ties in because when you're in that space with the rewards and shit, all you have are options. That's it. You have options that you get to pick from. That's low. When you have the routine, you make decisions. When you develop routines, you have decisions and everything is a decision. So I tell women, like, when I was, when I'm fucking with a woman and shit, and then we just stop, and then, you know, oh, what happened? This, that, and the third. Baby, you wasn't an option to me. Even if you had treated me like an option, you weren't an option to me. You were a decision. And I only do, and decisions, I only operate with decisions one or two ways. There's no hypotheticals. There's no what if. Either it's going to work or it's not. And when it don't work, that's it. When you have options, there's always that what if. There's always that, you know what I'm saying? I don't have to meet the expectations of a woman because my routine already supersedes it. I built myself that way for a reason. So that way I can make decisions without having to worry about being obedient for fucking rewards. I wish I would be married and a woman tell me I'm not in the mood tonight. You know why that's not going to happen? Because I'm not doing, I'm not in a routine space to have to beg a woman for sex. I know y'all niggas swear y'all don't be begging for pussy, but, till you, but then you get married and your, your lady don't want to give it to you no more. <gasps> yeah, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> it's because of rewards. 
it's because of the fucking rewards. I don't dwell on rewards anymore. I dwell on routine. My routine is going to produce the result that I want. I mean, results. I don't know why I keep saying routine, but it routine leads to this. So I don't worry about rewards. I worry about the results. This is a download, so it's, it is what it is. It's coming as it's coming. But these are the things like sex for me at this particular, and this is practicing celibacy has led me to this. Sex is not a reward. But women, men are comfortable with the sex being a reward. That's why y'all get pussy for your birthday. I'm going to give you some head on your birthday or whatever the case may be and blah, blah, blah. Like, this is why y'all get special, like, y'all get holiday sex, bro. It's the same sex you got all through the year. But she's going to put a holiday on the motherfucker because that's the reward. You know why? Because your obedience warrants that. And again, it goes back to the setting of expectation episode. Women's, their expectations, the rewards for men, when you re- when you um, meet their expectation, is to give you some pussy. Because they think your reward is sex. You ever notice that? You feel me? Oh, girl, he stood in his masculine power. I'm going to suck his dick. Damn, like that's all I get. But then when you look, when you set your life up for results and shit, nigga, that's byproduct. Every woman that I involve myself with sucks dick. Every like, you feel me? Every woman that I involve myself with has good pussy. Like it's it's standardized at this point. But I know I'm celibate because I understand what the results I produce. You feel me? I realize the way to, the way in which you get the best pussy in the world is you unleash a woman. I say this story all the time because now when you operate from rewards, niggas be like, y'all want some pussies. You got to be tight and this, that, and the third. No, when <laughs> when you're supposed to be in the pussy, it's never tight. It's loose as fuck. It opens like a lotus flower. You feel what I'm saying? Because it's supposed to. Those are results for me. Every woman that I've ever been with, I've rarely had sex with a woman whose vagina was tight because she wanted me in that motherfucker. So I know the game a different way. I know the game in such a way that, yeah, you gonna open. <laughs> you gonna open. I'm not worried about being rewarded. So that way I don't have to worry about, oh, she's not in the mood. She's always in the mood for me. She's always in the mood for me because I can tell by how I make her open up. And I know by switching the sex, it's like, yo, the principle's still the same. This is what masculinity is about. I'm gonna show you that. I'm gonna teach you the principle. I'm gonna guide you into the principle. And no matter what details I use, the principle's gonna hold true. The battle that we have as men is between rewards and results. Losers worry about rewards. Honorable mentions and shit. You feel what I'm saying? Like dudes be on some shit like, oh, what's her body count? Why are you worried about the body count? How many niggas did she give the reward to for being obedient? Don't even know that that's what you're really asking. Because now you have to understand the competition of what they behaved as. You see what I'm saying? Some of y'all were never in the competition and that's okay. Because you didn't know that it was a competition because you were worried about rewards. So you, I'm going to dress this way. I'm going to talk this way. No, when you're worried about results, I'm going to be myself. And I'm going to get the women that I can be with. The fuck? The fuck? It's that simple, homie. It's really that simple. But in order to get to results, you have to put in work. Reaping rewards is not a matter of putting work. It's literally luck. This is where you get beginner's luck and um and veteran's experience. You feel me? So with the veterans experience, like tying that in, you know, I can even, I'm gonna spin it back because I don't want to seem like I'm saying I'm better than y'all because I'm not, I'm not. I just made a different choice. I've made a different desire and a different pathway for myself. I seek results in life because real, real men, real men do this. Real men seek results. That's the bottom line. 
because Stone Cold says so. <laughs> no, I'm bullshit. Every man that you consider successful, every man that you look up to, that you embody, that you not even embody, that you aspire to be, that inspires you, think about it. He produces results. Now, we when we study the men, when we study the men that produce results, we get better as men. When we study the men that produce rewards, what do we do? We stay still. We get stagnant. You feel me? I remember when I was making a post a long time ago, a couple years ago, I was like, Kevin Hart ain't funny no more. He's not producing the necessary result anymore. And they're like, but he getting money though. Okay. Perfect example, because this is right in line with what the fuck is happening now. When you can't produce the result, you have to succumb to the rewards. So when Cat Williams is saying, I even talked about this in SoFrail. Boy, I promise you, I'm so ahead of my time. It's crazy. I wrote in SoFrail 2 the exact dilemma that is happening right now that Cat Williams is talking about. I saw the beef and already I was like, yo, I wrote this in SoFrail 1 and 2. SoFrail 2 specifically, I didn't use their names, but if you read it, you can allude to I seen it was the thing between Kevin, the comparison between Kevin Hart and Cat Williams. Two funny people. You feel me? But one was funny off of result. The other was funny off of reward. That's why he stopped being funny at a time. Oh, nigga, we, you, you're going to wear the dress. I, I can flex when I'm really funny. You can't, nah, I ain't wearing that shit, nigga. They're going to still laugh at me. When they want to pull the plug on Kevin Hart, he's not going to be funny anymore. You seen what happened to Tiffany Haddish? Tiffany Haddish was rewarded for being obedient. The moment she said whatever she said about whoever, she stopped being funny. She didn't really stop being funny. They just stopped pushing her humor. She's still the same motherfucker. You feel me? Then you start to see her taking more serious acting roles and shit like that. She's no longer a comedian. Because there's no more rewards. Because you're no longer obedient. You feel what I'm saying? So as I'm talking to this person, I'm like, yo, he's not funny. But he getting money, though. Uh, I see what type of nigga you are. I see what type of nigga you are. Those are the niggas that sell they soul. The motherfuckers who look for rewards, who, will, who are willing to be obedient for the reward. But then when you had the people that's like, yo, I got to produce the result. So when Cat Williams is telling the story about how his jokes come to be, you feel me? Like, it was a very powerful thing. It was about a result. He said, yeah, I throw the joke out. If it's not funny, then I go back and I refine it and refine it and refine it till it becomes popular enough to put in the show. And then I, he, show, he told his whole process of how comedy really works. He told how Richard Pryor does it. He told how all of the greats did it. But then when you got funny motherfuckers, this is why I told him. In So Frail 2, I talked about it. It's a difference between being comedic and being funny. You feel what I'm saying? And I made the example of the class clowns in school. You had a class clown who would just have random outbursts and shit. That motherfucker run the reward. His reward was to make people laugh. But then you had the motherfucker who was actually funny who could make the teacher crack a smile without getting kicked out of class. One of the reasons why I wrote that shit in that book, because that was me. I had a homeboy and shit. We was both. And the reason what inspired that was because we was in like the 10th grade or some shit. We was in Spanish class. And he did something. And he was about to get kicked out. He said, how you at? Because we had Spanish names and shit. I don't know how my Spanish name was Eduardo. But I was like, my name start with it because it was, I was going by Curtis at the time. So I was like, my name is, why you call me Eduardo? Well, that's your uh, Spanish name. All right, whatever. So his Spanish name was Diego. So she was like, Diego, I need you to leave my class. He said, for what? She said, because you're disrupting me. He said, you don't say no when Eduardo do it. And I'm like, bruh, this ain't got shit to do with me. This ain't, but she told him straight up. She was like, because Eduardo does it in good taste. You're just doing it. I looked at him and said, yeah. But because, again, I had a result 
that I can make. And I wasn't even trying to be funny. I would just pick out a point and everybody would laugh at it because I had a result. I knew how to create a result. You feel what I'm saying? I wasn't looking for the reward. Because when you look for a reward and you start shucking and jiving and doing all this other crazy shit. Steve Harvey, he looked for a fucking reward. Bernie Mac produced a result. Kevin Hart looked for a reward. Cat Williams produced a result. Do you see, like, this is what they do to men. This is the separation. So now, when the men that can produce results are producing results, and they can tell you how to produce those results, they got to shut you down. We want the men who like rewards, because now you can you can uh, coerce the men to, to create rewards. That's why I loved when Cat Williams, uh, in his interview, when he broke down, he was like, yo, he talking about, yo, I'm working on everybody's work. And if you're showing up to work, you're working, because you're supposed to do your fucking job. That's results. I'm not, you don't, when you are doing this for the reward, that's when you want to brag. I knew a homie and shit who, he was a trapper. He he trapped all the time. Then we actually got a legit job. He's like, man, I'm hustling, man. I'm working 10 hours, 12 hours, 10 hours, 10 hours. Nigga, that's what the fuck you supposed to do. Who the fuck, you want a cookie, my nigga? You want a cookie? As opposed to like when there was a time, so, and I'm, I got to use myself again for this. And it ties back to when I was in Philly, when I was getting my entrepreneurship uh, started off. So with that homeboy talking about, you know, he wanted to brag, y'all make it 12 hours, 10 hours, 10 hours. Man, I'm tired, man. I'm just in the third. You want the reward. You want somebody to tell you to keep going. You want somebody because you want to say, oh, I'm obedient to this process. So somebody applaud me. No, nigga. Nobody cares. You're a man. Nobody fucking cares. Nobody's going to reward you when you're supposed to be producing results. Simple. So when I was in Philly, right? There was a time when like I was making I was making like seven dollars and fifteen seven fifteen an hour plus tips because I was just basic valet and shit. But I knew I had to produce a certain result. So I produced this result so much that it changed the fucking pay scale <laughs> of the company, right? So I said, yo, the result, I said, I need us X, I need this money so I can put it in my markets. I don't give a fuck. Fuck the reward. I don't, I don't want the accolades of, oh, he's employee of the week, employee of the month. I missed employee. I remember my uh supervisor he used to nominate me for uh GSC of the uh of the month every month, and I never got it. Right. But I was always the GSC in overtime. So my thing was, I don't give a fuck about your motherfucking award, nigga. I got a result that I gotta produce. So I told him, if you have any overtime, doubles, whatever, hit me up. This was at a time, I man, I was a phenomenal motherfucker. I was sleeping four hours a day and grinding because I wasn't tired. I didn't get, they were like, oh my gosh, you're like a robot. No, I'm trying to produce a result. Any man would tell you, and this is when and we sold for a conversation so y'all niggas can really fuck with me. Any man would tell you the drive and the, the, the fuel behind producing a result is endless. When you doing shit for a reward, you get tired, you get burnt out. But when you know what your result is, you can stay dedicated to that shit forever. That's where the commitment comes in. Results are the byproduct of discipline and commitment. Rewards are out of obedience. You don't give a fuck about, you don't give a fuck about nothing else. You feel what I'm saying? You don't give a fuck about nothing else. My bad. I don't know what this alert is. My shit's supposed to be muted. All right. But yeah, you don't give a fuck about nothing else. When it's the reward, it's like, oh, I'm not being rewarded. I'll quit. Nobody cares. Nobody sees me. But when it's the result, you don't give a fuck. Who You put your foot down and you just go. Niggas be like, yo, you still at it? Yup, because I got a result that I want to produce. I got a result that I want to produce. And when you really built like that, 
you really built like that. I don't know too many. I, well, I know quite a few men in my circle that are like that. It's like, yo, nigga, stay at it. And that's why they in my circle. You feel what I'm saying? The people that I actually look up to, that I actually aspire to be, that I that I connect with, and they I actually learn they're my mentors, they're my guides and shit. Those my they see results. They don't give a fuck about rewards. Nigga, the reward comes by proxy. Nigga, this is the result. And you cross paths with motherfuckers who only want rewards. That's why they fail. That's why they give up. To this day, at this particular moment, I am. What is this? This will make episode 295, 294, something. I'm 290 something plus, 290 plus episodes in this motherfucker. These are all results. You feel me? Niggas that I started with, now mind you, my shit started in 2017. Y'all remember? Because before it was the Just Seen podcast, what was it? What you talking about now, Seen? I don't know, but you're going to get some nuggets out of it. <laughs> That's where it started. You feel me? I shaped the whole landscape of podcasting with that. Nobody's going to give me my credit. Nobody's going to give me my flowers, but I don't want the reward. That's what I'm saying, because I produced the result. You see what I mean? I'm not out here saying, yo, these niggas copy me. These niggas follow me. Everybody's sitting on the couch. Everybody's able to cuss comfortably with profanity and be the motherfucking selves on that fucking couch. But nobody's able to do it by themselves. I produced the result. And it's a template that motherfuckers follow. Now I get it. Why weren't you popping? That's the thing. People don't steal from you when you popping. They steal from you when they think you're not nobody. Tying it back to the Cat Williams thing with Cedric the Entertainer stole his joke. Doesn't mean the joke didn't exist. Doesn't mean the joke didn't happen. Doesn't mean the joke did not precede everything else that's doing it. Look at the podcast landscape now. I started this shit. Single-handedly. Nobody else was delivering podcasts the way that I deliver podcasts. And I stopped delivering podcasts like that because I said, you know what? I don't feel I got to put my I said, I got a result to produce. So I didn't have the time to edit my videos anymore because I had I started gaining too much storage on my um my computer. My shit started slowing down. I still got the same laptop I had from 2011. The one I bought at undergrad, I still got the exact same laptop. You feel me? So it's on Windows 10. Like this motherfucker is not it's just should be in the garbage right now. I'm I'm. I'm not gonna speak that into existence, but I'm just speaking on how old my pot, my my episode, my uh, computer really is. You feel me? But when that it started slowing down, I said, "Fuck it, I'm not doing videos no more because I don't have time to edit it. If I'm gonna put all of this content out, I can't, I can't do this shit and still continue to do so. I, I cut certain shit. That's when the Just Seen podcast came out. When did the Just Seen podcast came out? It came out at the end of 2018, 2019. So in four years, I have 11 seasons. Because I knew the result that I was going to produce. This is why I'm like, yo, how do you not run out of content? Because I have a result, my nigga. There's a result that I'm looking for. A part of the mission and the plan that I have to do. In addition to everything else that I have. So once my podcast started that shit, because by 2018, 2019, my page was popping. Like, I was him on social media. I had motherfuckers doing slide twos. I had motherfuckers typing the word bread. Like, that's my shit. And I was just saying it just because nobody knows the backstory behind that. Because... I was talking to a friend who was a real friend. I used to call I used to call all my homies bread, but I spelled it B R A B R E H D. Bread. Because you know, bread is something that, you know, that nourishes you. You feel what I'm saying? I used to call my homies bread. Like, yo, you my nigga, bread. Like that's what it is. That's how I always call them. Then I just drop the D off. So that's where bread comes from. So when I type bread, it's not saying bruh. It's not putting the, it's bread. It's coming off of that. 
to show the new to show the value that you hold in my life. You feel what I'm saying? Nobody knows that shit because nobody knows the result. They only know the reward. Oh, he's cool and he says bread. I'm gonna say bread too. You don't even know what the fuck you're saying. So that's where that word came from. I used to call my friends bread, but I never spelled it with the A. I replaced the A with the H because you know how I like to do shit. But it was bread for that reason. To show that you were vital sustenance in my life. As my friend, I call you bread. Then I just took the D off. You feel me? Then it went to bread. So then I started using it. Motherfucker was like, bread. Like, you don't like, you feel me? And that's why it becomes, it was so sarcastic with it. Because when I say bread, and it's like, I'm talking to you as my friend. It's the vital sustenance. And it's like, yo, bread, come on now. That's what it is. And that's how I started to look at the world. But again, I had people using that word. You feel what I'm saying? I had people doing so... When I changed my shit, because remember, my original post was, my original uh, name, if you follow me, was I underscore, I underscore Nasut, I Nasut Racine the first. That's what it was. And I changed it to Just Seen. When I changed my name to Just Seen, look at the flood of podcasts where everybody was putting, I mean, not even podcasts, Instagram page where people were putting just in their name. I started that shit. I started that shit. Even now, when we're looking at the conversations on masculinity, they're talking about shit that I was mentioning in So Frail One. But again, just because nobody saw you, nobody showed you up on a game yet doesn't mean you didn't set the fucking trend. But I was producing a result and people were taking the reward for it. I don't give a fuck about the reward because y'all are all my children. Respectfully. I don't mean this in a disrespectful way. I mean it respectfully. But this is also why within this time frame, all of these podcasts, a lot of these podcasts that started off in my style, they can't keep it up because they don't know that it's a result that I'm producing. Everybody was like, yo, how are you producing so much content? How do you not run out of content? Because it's in my brain, bro. I know what result I'm trying to produce. That's why I can stand the test of time. That's why I don't need other people on my podcast. That's why these things are still continuing to go. Now, again, I got receipts. The numbers don't lie. The way the podcast scape is right now, like I said, with motherfuckers sitting on the couch and that shit, that was all after the pandemic. I stood before the pandemic even started. Go back to that time frame and see who was there. There's people that have stolen my content that have actually said the shit that I've said on my podcast and I let shit slide. They said the shit that I said on my podcast. They're saying the shit that I say on my podcast. I think I don't know. There's people that have sent me somebody's video and be like, yo, the people are waking up. They stole my shit. I know who's stealing my shit. But you're stealing my shit because of the reward. I remember I made a post on Twitter one time. Went viral. Somebody else took the exact tweet and put it in. And people were sending it to me. I said, that's what niggas do to me. They steal my shit because they're not creative enough to make their own. Because they saw the reward I got. Not realizing that my reward was a result. I knew this shit was going to go viral. I knew niggas was going to. I be knowing what the fuck is going to happen with my shit. So with that being said, let me take a quick step back. This is one of the reasons why if you paid attention, I never showed my face. Well, I did periodically, but I rarely showed my face as I built my empire because I needed to know that everybody that was in my space was a result. So when it does happen and the exponential boom does take off, I'm not distracted by the rewards that are given to me. Only the results that I continually produced over the last couple of years. It wasn't an accident why I was invisible because I needed to know who was able to see me while I was invisible because those people who can see me while I was invisible those are my friends those are that's bread those are my friends those are the people who are supposed to be in my circle there's family 
that are not going to make it. There's old friends that ain't going to be here. And it's no bad blood or anything like that. But it's like, I was supposed to, like, when you develop relationships and shit off a of reward, you got to keep being obedient. When you develop relationships off of results, all you got to do is be you. So one of the reasons why I didn't I didn't show my face was because, because I didn't want my shit to be rewarded. I wanted it to be resulted. You see what I'm saying? A lot of my audience people, was, a lot of the audience that I had was women because women were attracted to me. That's it. Some of the women that I knew over the years, they only supported me because they thought I was going to fuck them. There's women that have bought shirts from me, merch, books, all of the shit because they thought I was going to fuck them. And they didn't get the result because fucking you is not a result for me. Oh my gosh, I always wanted a man like you. I love the way you think. You you can't, I don't want, I'm not looking for a reward from you. That's why you can throw all of the pussy you want and I don't take it. It's not that I'm, it's not that I'm trying to, you can't seduce somebody who has results. Because I know I can get some pussy anytime I want to. Rewarding me with pussy is not the same as me getting pussy as a result of my actions. I can be obedient, but then I got to be in a cage. Now I got to act a certain way. I got to carry myself a certain way to get pussy from you. No, Ugh. no. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I'm just saying that that's what we, that's what we have been concealed, condensed into. Let me say that. That's what we've been condensed into as men. The greatest reward for a man is pussy. So be obedient enough to get that. So I want to be a high value man. I want to do this and the third all for some pussy, nigga. Put man, I've been getting, I've been getting pussy since I was eleven years old, my nigga. It's never been a reward. It's always been a result. It's never been a reward. So much so that it don't matter how old she was. I, I when I lost my virginity at eleven years old, shorty was fifteen years old, nigga. Nigga, it was the result. It's like, yo, why would you be rewarded as fit? She was already fucking. So why would you be rewarding an 11 year old with some? No, nigga, it was the result. I am that nigga, bruh. <laughs> and knowing that I'm that, but I understand the separation between that. Everybody here in this podcast space, if you fucking with me, we are tribe, homie. You one of those motherfuckers too. You're a result oriented motherfucker. You don't worry about rewards. This is why you don't give a fuck about stupid shit. You worry about results. And if results ain't produced, you ain't fucking with it. You know it. You know it. And that's why we tribe. That's why I fuck with y'all. And that's why y'all fuck with me. Because we all result-oriented motherfuckers. You feel what I'm saying? But now we get lost in the sea of motherfuckers. And that's where the, that's where the separation was. When everybody started being able to get degrees, go to college, and just get good jobs and shit, and get salaries and shit, motherfuckers let that shit go to their head. You feel me? Me getting into med school, me doing, none of that shit was a reward. It was all results of input and output. I put in the work and I got the result. I know niggas right now. I have a little cousin. You feel what I'm saying? And I'm not saying this to disrespect him or no shit like that, but he went to college one year. We was like, we was both there. You feel what I'm saying? He was the one that put me on game and told me that I fell off and shit. You feel me? Because again, once my trauma hit, after you know the two, what happened in the 200th episode, once my trauma hit, I started being obedient because I was like, let me just focus on the rewards. I stopped focusing on results because I got scared. I was like, man, I can't get in no trouble. So let me just do what needs to be done so I can be rewarded and you feel me, get the shit I need to get. But when he first got there, but I was still under, under on the undercurrent, I was still um, result oriented. So 
as he gets there and shit, his next year he didn't return back. Because his goal was to go there and play basketball, but then they had got a new coach and they redshirted him and shit. And he was a starter. He didn't want a red shirt. So he's like, I'm like, yo, bro, you got to, when you get that reward, you forget the result. Because I'm like, bro, you're coming to college now. All of y'all were starters. That's how y'all made it this far. You feel what I'm saying? Like all of y'all were on that caliber. But it was when you're conditioned to, like, we grew up in a small town. So all you have to do, like, it's not hard to be the best at the school we went to. He was good. Don't I'm not shitting on my cousin. He was phenomenal. My cousin, and this is what it's, and it's all about location. Reggie Bullock, who's in the NBA, I don't know what team he plays for now. But Reggie Bullock is from the city that I'm from, right? Brandon Ingram is from the city that I'm from, to just put the context. My little cousin played Reggie Bullock and dropped 40 on him. But because Reggie Bullock went to Kinston High and my little cousin went to North and North, he didn't get the spotlight. Now, I get it. Well, that's in that time, they were neck and neck. But Reggie Bullock ended up going to a, a more prestigious college. My cousin ended up going to the college I went to. I went to an HBCU. I, I'm not shitting on the HBCU, but a sports level, that's not D1. The fuck? We didn't even have televised games. We had one televised game a year. I mean, a, a season. So, well, that's a year. So we had one televised, one or two televised games. Nigga, nobody's watching us. You feel what I'm saying? And that's where he went because he wanted to carry the team or do whatever he wanted to do, blah, blah, blah. Because he didn't, he, they red-shirted him. He didn't come back. He didn't come back to play. Like, so because he didn't get the reward he wanted, he didn't want to be obedient anymore. Nothing stopped me from finishing college. Nothing stopped me from getting the result that I wanted. My result was to get the degree. My result was like, so when I got with a girlfriend who was, yo, how you going to be celibate? All right, cool. My result is this. I'm not like, what about if other women? No, my result is something different. The reward don't matter. This is why I say I could have cheated several times over and didn't because I didn't worry about the reward. I worried about the result. You feel what I'm saying? And as men, we have that. That's the delineation we have. This is where you, the alpha men, the beta men, call it whatever. Boil it down to this. Niggas who want rewards and niggas who want results. Mm -mm. Say it again. Niggas who want rewards and niggas who produce results. The motherfuckers who, are, who, who follow all of the red pill type motherfuckers and shit, those motherfuckers want rewards. That's it. That's why they're saying, oh, we don't want a woman with a body count. We don't want a woman with a body count because it exposes your mediocrity. Because it shows you that you get to a point where, why should I be obedient for a reward that everybody else got? Motherfuckers that produce results, we don't give a fuck about body counts because we understand that the results that we produce attracts us to a specific quality of woman who don't got that body count any motherfucking way. If you got to worry about body count... <clears throat> I'm going to say this, and I'm going to try to wrap it up, but this is some real shit right here. If, as a man, you have to worry about body count, that means you're not even producing the results to get the quality of a woman who doesn't have a body count in life. Sounds good. Sounds good when you get on your podcast and you cuss women out and you tell them you ain't shit. You throw out all the statistics you want, but at the end of the day, you're reward-oriented, and you realize I'm not going to behave for a hoe. Trust me when I say and hear me well, us who produce results, hoes can't even enter our radar. We don't have to worry about body counts because those aren't the results that we Those aren't the type of women that are magnetized to the results that we produce. If all you can attract and magnetize are women with high body counts, what does that say about the production 
What does that say about the results you're producing as a man? Sit with that. Sit with that. No wonder y'all was always bitching about the body count because y'all was never in the body count. Because y'all think participation, oh, I spoke to her, she should have gave me her number. No, nigga. Us that produce results, we know how to have a conversation. We know how to get to the core of what a woman really wants. We know how to, like, man, you'll get the number every time, bro. Getting the number isn't hard when you produce results. <laughs> Women will spend the block on you when you produce results. But when you're only a motherfucker who gets rewards... Now you become entitled. Those are the motherfuckers they call in zesty and sassy. I want the reward for producing. I'm everything that you want me to be. I'm this, that, and the third. I put all the work, so I should have this. I've I've seen conversations where dudes would be like, "Yo, shorty wouldn't give me the number. I didn't even disrespect her. I came off right. She didn't like. What result did you produce for her to magnetize towards you? This is why I always tell motherfuckers." They don't be believing me. Men are not supposed to pursue women. Men create a web. Well, you can pursue, but as the quote unquote hunters we are, we're not the animalistic hunter. We're not the cheetah hunter. We're not the lion hunter. We don't chase it. Those are people who want rewards. Those are the people who want rewards. They're going to chase it. The reward is either the reward is going to get, you're going to get it or you're going to get it. It's going to get away from you. Us. And I'm saying us because I'm in this. It is what it is. Y'all can hate. I don't give a fuck. But us who produce results, nothing, no meal leaves our our, our web. It's like spiders. And I meant that when I said that shit. Because you have a phase of your life when you're chasing skirts, when you're doing all that shit. But then you have that realization when you start setting up the web and they don't leave it. That's because you're result-oriented. You're result-oriented. And then you can choose the women you want to be. Y'all don't have the... Y'all don't have the... No, you can make the decision on a woman. Y'all have to pick from the available options. Niggas be talking about the dating pool got pee in it. No, the fucking... What dating pool are y'all in? Why are y'all in a dating pool? You create a spider web. You create a web of success. You create a web of results. You're going to find a woman. You're going to find the woman that aligns with your results. And your results are the... You're going to find a woman that aligns with your results. And your results are your expression as a man. Like I said, for a lot of women, I've become a standard. My results have become a standard. So there's men that have to produce the results that I produce. It's women out here right now that have gone back to men who desire results, who desire rewards simply because they can't keep up with the man who has who produces results. I seen it with my with my own eyes. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, you too much for me. You too, this, that, and the third. No, I produce results and you're not used to that. And the results that I produce put you in the web. And when you got into this web, you thought that I was going to be obedient for rewards. No. I gravitated you into this world to consume you when I want to, not when you need me to. And don't forget to check out Polycafe Clothing, formerly Just Seen's merch, 
Get all of your intricate designs crafted specifically for the melanated bean to develop a positive imagery within self and to have a little bit of fun in the process. From the peace, love, knowledge, and freedom to the dead horses and water designs, all the styles are crafted for the imagery to make you feel as you're supposed to feel. Because as I always say, the best way to fit in is to stand out. And what better way to stand out than with your exclusive styles of Pala Cafe clothing? All right, I'm going to go ahead and end it there. I know that ended real red pill, men go the other way type shit. But nah, that's the real. That's the reality. And that's the delineation we don't talk about enough. Because the people that are running the podcast game, the predominant motherfuckers, they're all reward-based motherfuckers. Even when they talking calm, smooth, and collected and shit, everything is about the reward. Well, men do this, that, and the third. Because like I don't give a fuck about the reward. I produce the result. I get rewarded for the result in its own. You feel what I'm saying? My my dating pool of women, the women that I can pull, like y- y'all can fathom. I re- I meant this and I said it. And I'm gonna say it again because it ties to this episode. I reminisce on shit that motherfuckers ain't fathomed yet. Respectfully, a lot of the women that dudes think are bad bitches, they're plain to me. You feel what I'm saying? They're plain to me. I've involved myself with women who can tell, okay, I got this. Like, I, I'm I'm high value. I'm expensive. I'm this, that, and the third, and all of that shit. And she, she's plain to me. And she realizes that because now it's like, oh, I can't flex. When I first start talking to women and shit, you'll know, you'll know when you, see, like I said, when women are used to giving men pussy as the reward, you get pussy faster when you're already result-oriented. Now, when you step into a space where you're like, I don't want that, that's when she gets to, oh, that nigga's gay. That nigga's this, that, and the third. Mm-mm. Like I said, stop assuming that if you cannot seduce him, he gay. Seduction isn't the result for me. That's not the result anymore. And I know, it's you went from talking about Forex and trading to ending with this. I know, but the principle still remain. Did it not? Rewards versus results. There's two different conversations that we need to be having. You can't reward me with pussy. You can't reward me with shit in this world no more. I have to create the results. That's it. I have results that I want to create. I don't worry about doing shit for motherfuckers to reward me. I stopped doing that shit when I was a kid, bro. You feel what I'm saying? You that That's people pleasing. You doing shit for a fucking reward? I'm going to be obedient. Now you're denying who you really are. So when I look at how, you know, like, like, yo, why women? Oh, I'm just comfortable with you. Because you think you got to give me the pussy because I've earned the reward because I produced the result that you need. Goes back to the expectation. When you meet a woman's expectation, she feels like she has to give you sex because that's what it is. He can get it because he produced the result that met the expectation. Now, realizing that it changes when you realize that this expectation wasn't him being obedient. I've had women tell me, yo, after sex, you didn't change. Nigga, I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> I'm going to be me. I wasn't playing to get some pussy. Like, you feel I was going to get that anyway. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm glad I practiced celibacy, bro. But realistically, I was going to get the pussy anyway. I was going to get it anyway. You feel me? That, like, I, one thing that I never worry about when I meet a woman is that I'm going to fuck her. 
my thing is, is she gonna take me off track? That's that's crazy, but it's real. That's how I look at women now. Are you gonna take me off track or not? I know I'm gonna get some pussy. Like <laughs> again, this ain't the arrogant side of always getting rewarded. This is the confident side of always producing results. I know I'm gonna get some pussy from you. That's that's gonna be that's 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 a given. I know I'm gonna get some hair from you. I know I'm gonna get the sexual side from you easily. But will you take me off track or not? That's the result that I'm focused on. If I'm if I it's not off on do you keep me on track? As in, does my behavior stay rewarded and keep no no no? I'm gonna stay on track regardless. With whether or not you fuck with what I do or not, it don't matter to me. Cause I have results that I'm looking for. And the results that I'm working towards and the results that I'm building are to make sure that my great granddaughter is secure in this misogynistic patriarchal world. That's it. So now when you look at everything that I've created, everything that I produce, it is aligned with that result. Is it not? Yeah. I want my kids to be able to have good health. I want my kids to have longevity. I want my kids to be creative. I want my kids to be, and I, in order for that to happen, I had to produce a result ahead of time. That type of motherfucker gets pussy from all the women. I don't give a fuck about body counts, nigga, because I am at an echelon at this point in my life where the women that I fuck with, they don't have high body counts. Because the results that I produce doesn't even bring that quality of woman around me, my nigga. I don't question shit like that. I don't, yes, we still gonna go to the to the clinic and shit to get checked out and all of that shit to make sure, you know, you don't have anything, I don't have anything, or whatever the case may be. But at the end of the day, I'm not second, I don't second guess if a woman's gonna have a disease fucking with me. You know why? Because I know what result I produce as a human, as a man, and my like she that that type of woman can't even in my space because that's a reckless type of motherfucker. She lacks discipline, she lacks structure. I don't like that shit. I produce that result continually, so that type of person can't even enter my space. Tying it back to the spider example. When a spider builds a web, the bugs that crawl on the ground, they're not going to enter the web. Unless they happen to stray up there or whatever, but only the flying, most, most, wow. Most bugs that enter spider webs can fly, not just crawl. What does that say? Spiders create webs and they create they, they create something that produces a certain result. I only gonna eat shit that can fly, bro. I'm not worried about no fucking aphids. I'm not worried about no no fucking roly polies. The oh roly poly, but for some motherfuckers, roly polies are bad bitches that they're going to behave well for and hope that they don't have a body count so they can be rewarded. But on a grand scheme of that, on a bigger aspect of that, as men, we need to get out of the point of we're not children anymore. Children work for rewards. Men put, produce results. You're being rewarded for producing result. Like, that's the reward. You've never, if if as a man, you've never, the only desire was to produce the result, you can't, I, respectfully, you can't call yourself a man. If you want the reward, you have to acknowledge me. Give me the honorable mention. Give me the reward. You were a loser, bro. And that's why you need that validation. I've been a winner all my life. 
even without playing sports, without being act like I've been a winner all my life. The motherfuckers in my circle, they're winners, bro. That's why we only focus on producing results and the complete result, the result fully produced. That's the win. That's the reward, bitch. I'm done. I don't like I don't think y'all understand. Like, I don't give a fuck about a trophy. I don't give a fuck about a statue. Completion feels far better than that. If you've been in, if you are result oriented, completion feels far better than any award you can. When I graduated from college with honors, it didn't mean shit because I knew I wasn't complete. I didn't know it then, but I was like, yeah, I still got to go to med school. I still got to do this. I still got to do that. You feel me? Motherfuckers like, you should congratulate yourself. For what? For what? Producing the result and the result's not done yet. When Kobe said it and um, when they, it was like what game two or some shit. And they was like, so how do you feel about the win? He said, don't matter. It's not, we're not finished. That's a motherfucker who produces results. Now, once he produced the result, and yes, he got the finals MVP that year or whatever, they get one championship. But once he, that's when he was happy. That's when Kobe was like, yeah, because it wasn't the reward of winning the championship. It was producing the result of winning. We done. We beat these niggas. We climbed this mountain and we won. That's what it is to produce results. When you involve yourself and you create your circle around men like that, Bruh, you can't lose. You don't lose because the focus is always producing the result. But then when you keep those men in your circle who always got to have a reward. See me. Give me something. I'm not doing this unless I win this. I need help. I need this, that, and the third. Nah, nigga, he can't produce a result. He can only be obedient for a reward. And those type of motherfuckers will fuck you over. Those type of motherfuckers are the snakes in the grass. Those type of motherfuckers can be bought. You can't buy a motherfucker who produces results. Trust me. Now I'm just not speaking on it for myself. I'm speaking on my motherfucking circle. I'm speaking on the people around me. I'm speaking on the people that I know produce shit. They can't be bought. Because we don't want you to produce shit for us. We don't want you to do shit for us. The fuck? So fuck your reward. I'm not about to behave for that shit when I can produce the same result that makes me feel the same way. And in fact, it'll make me feel better because it was all me. So I'm saying that to bring it in. If you're paying attention to the way my, my page is now, my like I produced the result that I wanted to produce. I knew that every time I'm posting on Instagram, I have to get paid. I got tired of I got tired of all of the other shit. I didn't want to be rewarded for uh now. I wanted to reward myself. That's what product that's what results are. Rewarding yourself. You feel me? Can't nobody tell me shit. You feel me? Literally. Can't nobody tell me, yo, you did a good job with this. I know. Because that was the fucking result. Whether you like the result or not is, is, is relevant to me. The way I got my music linked to all of my videos, my videos with my uh, with my um, my brand in it. Then I have my ads running in the background and I have all of this to make the, the web. You ain't going nowhere. That's why I don't give a fuck about trolls no more. I used to argue back and forth with people. I don't care about none of that shit no more. Because the moment, I promise you, the moment you hit my page, you in my audience pool. You got to block me to get out of it. So don't come over here talking that bullshit because I don't give a fuck about a reward. I don't give a fuck about making you feel a certain type of way because people used to come on my page and troll and I troll back and shit because it's like I used to in that time. I ain't gonna hold you. I used to get off on not really get off. I don't want to seem like it was a session or shit like that. But I used to like I go the distance with you because I want to produce a result. I want you to produce the result that don't fuck with me again. Don't come over here trying to troll again because now you're going to I'm going to embarrass you in front of everybody. If y'all remember 
when people used to troll, I used to troll the fuck out of them. And then I used to make a post and content on it and keep trolling them. And what they used to do, they'll come onto my page, still talking shit, and I'll troll them some motherfucking more. And then they block me. I ain't doing that shit no more. I got the result that I wanted. It wasn't a reward. It wasn't to make me fit. No, I got the result. You're going to stop trolling me. And you block me after that. Yeah. Don't, don't come swinging at a motherfucker who can box. Don't do it. Your arms are too short to box with God. And now I'm in a whole different reality because I say, you know what? I'm going to do something different to the trolls. I'm not, no, I didn't build my business model solely for the troll, but it's for everybody. I no longer get to a point where it's like, if you fuck with me, you don't fuck me, whatever. You come across my page, you're here for 30 days. Enjoy. Enjoy. In some way, shape, or form, you're going to see this. Master the Market, Hitting It Raw, uh, So Frail, uh, the podcast. You're going to see something of mine. You're going to see one of those purple slides, and you're going to see some of my content. You're going to see one of my jam session videos. And in one, on my jam session videos, you're going to you're going to listen to my music, or you're going to hear my music on one of my individuals. In some way, shape, or form, I'm going to get paid for any interaction with a motherfucker. That was my result. I put in too much time in this world to study and learn and develop myself to be giving that shit away for free. Simple. But in the same token, I don't necessarily have to. Even when you don't want to pay, you're going to pay. Because the way in which I set it up, and again, I'm alluding to the business model episode, so I'm going to give a little insight. Now, the way in which I set it up is all to... Make sure. So now when my streams happen, I get paid for my uh, music that is now because I used to just post a video with myself. I said, no, fuck that. There's a way I can get this shit on Instagram. So that way I can play the actual song and now I get double the um, payment. I get 100 percent for being a songwriter and the producer on my shit. You feel what I'm saying? But in, in addition to that, as I build the popularity and shit, I now have my shit set up for sync licensing. So as I build the popularity for a beat or a song or whatever the case may be, I now push it to be pitched with music and um, different ads and shit. I learned a lot, but I knew what result that I wanted. So when I got to that complete result and I can like, all I gotta do is post now. Post, record some videos, make some merch, and I just gotta be creative. You know how fun that is now? But you know how I never wanted a reward. This is the point that I'm making with that. There was never a reward for me. There was a result that I needed to produce. And when you produce the result, the, the rewards are gonna come regardless. When people hit me with, oh, I'm unfollowing you. I don't give a fuck. You're going to see me for the next 30 days, nigga. You better block me. <laughs> that shit used to bother me in the early stages of entrepreneurship because you think you're losing a you think you're losing a potential client and shit. Fuck that. I don't give a fuck about losing no damn potential client no more. I don't give a fuck. I evolved beyond that shit because it's off the rewards shit. So you got to behave a certain way. Say a certain thing. After, I'm going to say this and I'm going to really wrap it up. After you motherfuckers got me, and I'm not saying y'all is the podcast list. I'm speaking in general. After you motherfuckers got me shadow banned for three years, y'all brought the monster out. Y'all really brought the monster out because y'all hated. I was so busy trying to cultivate what I said of, damn, this person might block me. If I got, fuck y'all, y'all shouldn't be on my shit anyway. If the, the monster came out in, in, in a way in which I no longer care because I'm like, all right. That's the game you want to play, huh? <laughs> Y'all want to play like that? Y'all want to report my page so much. Y'all want to say that I'm always doing hate speech. Y'all want to do, mm, okay, before you report me and before you block me, you're going to pay me some way. Trust me. You're going to stream some of my music. You're going to get into my audience pool. 
you know, you're going to do something that is going to pay me. But more than likely, you're going to be paying me from the stream anyway. That's the first reality. I'm not just giving y'all free content anymore. I'm giving y'all free content with my music on it. And as I build my catalog up, all y'all going to do is help me build a popularity for these motherfuckers to pitch it to. Oh, you have this amount of people? Yep, I got that amount of people listening to it. So now you can't shortchange me on the payment. That's it. Four figures or higher. That's it. And as the popularity builds, it's going to keep going. But this is what I worked for, for all of this time. To produce this result and not have to worry about the reward. So now it brings it full circle because the conversation that I had with the dude was like, yo, I'm not seeing the, you don't have to see my rewards because my rewards aren't supposed to show. I have to produce a result. I have to go into the markets and extract this amount of money out. I don't give a fuck about how much I got to make because it accumulates. Because then when it gets to the point where the reward is negligible, when you focus on a reward, people are like, I want to make this amount of money a day. I don't worry about that. I worry about hitting this process every single day, producing this result, buying here, selling here. That's it. As the money accumulates, it eventually gets negligible as long as you keep producing the same result. If you're in the EWE, you're starting to see that. You're starting to see, yeah, set it for the exit point. Here's my stop loss. Blah, blah, blah. Let it run. Yeah. In the beginning, when you are putting your account in, but once your, once your proficiency gets to a certain point and you now get the results you want, now you start adding more money and you notice nothing changes because you know your process has to be the same. You can put as much money as you want to. That anxiety, that fear of losing it, it don't matter because you know what your process is. And you know what result you're supposed to produce. And the result is if I buy here, it has to go here. If I buy here, it's going to go here. My stop loss has to be below here. All that is the same. So you can put as much money as you want. The result's going to be the same. It's just going to have a different reward with it. You see what I'm saying? And those are the things that I wanted to build for myself. And as men, we have that's, that's what men do. We produce results. Because of what? Analysis and deconstruction. We have to break shit down in order to be producers. Because that is a part of our encompassing of the feminine side that we have within us and within ourselves. Since this is a construction, you produce shit. You gotta analyze and break it down. You feel what I mean? And you just can't be out here focused on the goddamn reward all the fucking time. You feel me? Because then you gotta older and you, then you gotta end up being obedient for some shit, which ultimately is gonna make you do some whole shit. Straight up. Makes you a prostitute. Because you're looking for a reward as opposed to producing a result, all right? So I'm gonna go ahead and end it there. Go kiss your babies, make sure they eat their vegetables. And our sons, hey, look, I can't tell y'all how to raise y'all babies because it is what it is. But when it comes to our motherfucking sons, teach them how to create, teach them how to produce results. You teach them how to produce results, you ain't got to worry about them selling their soul for shit. But don't incentivize them to be obedient. Teach them the, teach them the power of producing a result. By default, you'll be a good person when you produce a positive result. That's it. But if you teach them to be obedient, then you develop liars, you develop manipulators, you develop all kinds of negative traits within them, narcissists, all kinds of negative traits within them because they're trying to achieve a certain reward. You feel what I'm saying? You can't in one breath demand the the truth out of your child and then punish them for it. That's one of the worst realities that we have. We're We're never rewarded for the truth. We're punished for it. You feel me? And when you constantly punish somebody for the truth, they're going to lie. And once they start lying, they do everything else because they're looking for a positive reward and they're doing it in a negative way. So stop 